0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is season two of Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. And my name is Danny Cleary. And as always, we're not priests, we're not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes and we're talking about our faith. New year, new season. I mean, it's... It's It's the same year. It's July. Yeah, but new year of the podcast. That's right. Season two, same intro. That's right. Um, Unless it was a different song or... Title thing coming up, which it might have been. Oh, the I'm, graphic may be different. The graphic may be different. I'm gonna work on that this week. Okay. Uh, for season two, the song's probably the same. Uh, yeah, that's kind of like our
1: thing. I like how
0: it's at the end and the beginning. Right. That's future me's problem though. Yeah. Right now, we're in the present. <laughs> We're, uh, we're going to get through this podcast. This is the second one we're filming today. We filmed, we kind of bumpered our, uh, our, our last episode of year one, season one, and our first episode of season two today. Correct. So we're, we're cranking through these. We're making it happen. Yeah. Hope you guys are having a good summer so far through this craziness of COVID. You're staying safe uh, and you are staying sane and staying uh, spiritually enlightened and enriched in all that you do. Yeah, uh, we are trying our best as well and continuing to do these podcasts. I'm having a good time. I'm having a blast nice Love it. Uh, we uh, we're doing a two-camera shoot today Two we cameras had, we had three cameras, cameras on our last one, but we had to, we had to uh, forfeit one of the cameras So we are rocking two. hopefully those angles work out Hopefully, you guys if you're not watching the podcast Please come, do come on over on, on uh, YouTube youtube.com forward slash Ryan Claus music and uh, that's where all those video podcasts are Uh, are each week you can see those and this uh this week uh, should be when we release our we're going to be going back and doing little snippets of all of our previous episodes so little eight to 12 minute clips and that way you don't have to listen to us rant for a full hour so you can that would be great you you can just (laughs) you can just get like the uh the, the the cliff notes version the the little best little chunk right yeah or
1: if you're trying to you know help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends you can just show them a little clip instead of an episode and see if we can but get their interest
0: exactly it's it's a lot less daunting to be like ah, I'm not going to commit to a full hour you guys can commit to eight minutes while you're having a little afternoon snack or something like that totally pop on your phone check out your favorite two Catholic dudes snippet perfect and, all right so those should all be coming for you but you know what season two is we decided we're like what are we gonna what are we gonna do in season two we talked yeah, about how so can, many of our topics yeah, how can already. we make it different yeah and what can we do to continue growing and continue to make it exciting for yeah. you guys the listeners so we thought of season two is gonna be what the year okay you could yeah great the year of the list the year of the list uh, not that's not to say we're gonna have a list on every single episode. But no, but we're gonna we've been we decided that uh
1: we want to focus on, you know, making some episodes based on top or bottom <laughs> uh, things we don't like uh thing or things we do like things we don't like things that we need to address things we want to talk about
0: uh different but different yeah, lists easy dig- easy to digest lists for you guys yeah top five top seven top ten top a hundred probably not uh, nope uh but you never know so if there's a list that you want to see us talk about, throw it in the comments, throw it in the comments. comments. Let's see. So today's list, if you didn't read the title of the episode, is, uh, (laughs) today's list is we're going to be
1: addressing some buzzwords, some Catholic buzzwords that we, uh, we are on the other side. Usually this list is done by, uh, folks that are in objection to these words, these buzzwords, as they're called. They don't like them. They don't like the people use them. They don't like that they're associated with the faith. Uh, I got a lot of them from the comment section on a uh, church militant figures video. And uh, I, I think Ryan and I speak, to, we're going to try to speak to why we think these words are valuable and why we oh, like them. That's a good em. way
0: to put it. And uh, why they are good. And back in back in what was it February or uh, January one of our most watched episodes thus far in the podcast yeah. is our Novus Ordo and Traditional Latin Mass episode. So that's probably going to be as we as we've as we've evolved in our podcast, we've understood really what our mission is and what our what our voice is. And for one, it's to speak positivity and speak yeah. and evangelize and show our faith in in all that we do, all that we are. But two I think is is to kind of as to uh, speak up for, uh, I mean, we're Novus Ordo, and so in defense of the people that attack it, and and uh- yeah,
1: I don't, I think that most of the time that we, we talked about it a lot in, the, in that episode, that the Novus Ordo crowd or the ordinary form crowd, uh, they kind of don't, they're not as vocal about why they love it. They just kind of go to it and they call it a day. And um, there's a lot of, but there's a lot of comments on why it's bad, why it's negative, why you shouldn't do it, why it's uh, hurting the church and things like that, and and Ryan and I just disagree completely. And we want to be advocates for the good, the positive, yeah, of yeah. those and, things.
0: And you don't see you, you don't see a lot of the opposite side people yelling at traditional Latin mass, except for the one, maybe the one person that's like, Can you guys cut it with the incense? Because I got bad allergies. Yeah. <laughs> and and we were inspired
1: uh, to do this episode mostly because recently a big uh. Uh, role model for us and someone that we both really look up to a lot is bishop Barron, bishop robert Barron, and he kind of made a video uh saying to them like the church militant folks that are that are, are taylor marshall came out and was like very openly uh mad at him and bishop Barron was like stop just knock it off enough with the division enough with this nonsense cut it out and
0: so we wanted to jump on the, the bandwagon
1: yeah. And uh, do and, that.
0: And to so stop attacking. Stop hating. Stop. Just stop with the negativity. And so, yeah, the, these words, again, have some sort of negative connotation. These are buzzwords. These are hot button issues uh, with certain sides. And so we're going to attack them. We're, we're going to not attack. We're going to address them one at a time, walk through them. Top five buzzwords. Real quick, though, uh, this just kind of happened. Danny's wearing a black t-shirt here today, if you're not watching. Black t-shirt. I'm wearing my classic baseball tee. I love baseball tees. Yes. But this just so happens to be the exact outfit that's on our mug here. Uh,
1: The Two Catholic Dudes mug.
0: Can't really see it. Maybe I'll zoom in on the the post-production here. But we have a Two Catholic Dudes mug here, and we are wearing this exact same outfit. It's little cartoon characters of us here.
1: Yeah. And I know, okay, people on Patreon are like, you said you were sending us mugs. I know. We're figuring it out. We're trying to get it to the point where, like whenever the people sign up that we can automatically send and i'm trying to send there's people that are patrons that live all over the country so we're trying to uh i don't know if you know but there's there's it.
0: like uh they have like uh UPS now is the thing where they uh, they can actually ship things to different states or even to different countries the technology <laughs> is there i'm aware 2020 anyway so <laughs>
1: i promise it's coming we got you guys. We'll get you. We uh, got but, you. So, And we'll have them available for, uh, if if you sign up on Patreon, you'll get yourself a mug that has these us in these outfits. Yeah. We took the picture with the pose in the last episode. We should have done it in this episode.
0: For sure. Maybe we'll redo it. Yeah. All right. Buzzwords. Let's anyway, here we
1: go. So let's start this list. We got top five buzzwords we're going to talk about and, uh, and try to bring some positivity to them. Number
0: one. This one's a big one. We wanted to start it off with a start we'll start with with bang.
1: Words they don't like.
0: Yep community community number one buzzword
1: uh, yeah yeah I, why, why I you, don't understand why people don't like it yeah I faith, uh, faith community was was another variation of like why they don't like that.
0: right I just forgot about this till right now but I usually don't respond to uh, to trolls commenting no. on Instagram YouTube I, whatever. Do. I let I let it alone but somebody commented on one of our episodes on YouTube they commented on about, I don't remember what it was, but, uh, he was talking, he said, um, I am thankful for COVID-19 because now I don't have to shake the hand of my neighbor at communion or the sign of peace, uh, sign of peace. Uh, I don't have to shake my neighbor's hand at the sign of peace. I am grateful for COVID-19. And I just reeled into him.
1: You did. I was so proud. <laughs> I was just like, mm, get him Ryan. what
0: what is such a terrible thing to acknowledge your fellow human being, your fellow uh, your fellow brother or sister in Christ, and just say, peace of Christ with you. You don't even have to shake their hand. but just And right s- now, yeah, it's more you're, like a... Just you're wanna, told uh, not to shake the, their the, hands right up now. the peace sign. But to just acknowledge them and say, like, I love you as a brother in Christ. Even if that's just with a smile. But I know so many people that say, I'm not even... Like, if somebody reaches out their hand, I'm just going to keep my eyes forward and just like... It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> this one, I just... <laughs> I
1: more don't understand it more than I get frustrated by it. Because there's some of these that frustrate me because of the what I've seen in my life, but this one is just confusing. And maybe if you're on the other side of it and this is one of those buzzwords you don't like, you can explain it to us, put it in the comments, go mm-hmm. ahead, rip us to shreds. But I just don't get it because speaking, let's, let's go with this. I get what, totally what you're saying. Like, how could why is that a bad thing? Saying peace of Christ with somebody? And why would you be grateful for a global that's, that, a global pandemic? That's why
0: I yelled at him. I'm like, regardless of your feelings for community, for for uh, you know, sign a piece, whatever. Like. Th- you're you're grateful for something that has that has caused
1: I, immense suffering,
0: suffering, death, just uh, you know, heartache the, across the, the world. The ramifications, the negative ramifications of this pandemic, global beyond yeah. any scope that we've ever seen. But good for you that you're happy. Yeah. You don't have at to least shake you don't hand have to shake.
1: Neighbor. Yeah, you don't have to shake Betty Sue's hand that sits next to you at, I at mass. W- I just was unreal, fuming, unreal. Man. Uh, wow. And and trolls will be trolls on the internet. Some people just say stuff just so that it's like that shock value, but. Anyway, so what bothers me the most is so we look at it right now, Mass is outdoors. Okay. So for most, we're in in California. California, So you got to be outside for worship. You got to be outside for Mass. You got to be outside for everything. Um, And the community is what made that possible. That from the people donating tents people donating their, their time, people coming early to take the big tarp off of the altar or set to up set the up the chair, set up the pop-up tents, speaker plug the whatever. Like, I'm, you do it just like I do. You're in charge of it. I'm sure you have people that come from the community as, uh, to, to help get ready, right? And then people who stay afterwards and help tear but, stuff yeah, down. Uh, you know, it's, my pastor's an older, older fellow. He can't do that stuff. And his job is to say the mass to celebrate the mass. So it's the community that is there to celebrate and take part in the sacrifice of the Eucharist at the mass that comes together to make it happen so that the priest can do his job in celebrating the mass. And we, the community do our job
0: with helping to get everything ready. And, and, and it's beautiful. And that's going to be more and more and more important as these years go on. Because you know what? We are in a, a priest crisis, crisis right now. A shortage of priests, and it's not getting better anytime <laughs> soon. And so you know what needs to happen is the community from your parish has to step up and take on the roles that maybe uh, priests, or you know what nuns used to do in the in the past? Yeah. Every church went out a nun or, or, or groups of nuns. That doesn't happen anymore. Nope. You have a pastor, and if you're lucky, you have an associate pastor. Uh, <laughs> I just, nope. You know, your church doesn't have one. And so it's, it's up to the community to step up. But if you don't have a community, Community. If you think that your parish can can survive and, and just be exclusively about liturgy and the Eucharist, you are solely mistaken. That uh, don't don't get me wrong. That is the most important part. It's the pinnacle that, of the faith. That's of the pinnacle course. of the faith, and everything should uh, be lined aligned properly to that viewpoint, to that scope. Everything should should lead towards the Eucharist, should lead towards the liturgy. But if you don't have anything to lead you there via community that we're talking about, you have no way to get there.
1: And I look at like all the different ministries that are formed from like the the of that do great things. You know, Knights of Columbus, youth ministry gatherings, uh, choirs, uh, just different charitable organization. The Boy Scouts, for for goodness' right. sake, I don't know. The, 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 all these groups are communities, smaller communities that then make up the larger faith right. community. I will use that buzzword, right? Faith. Community. And it's beautiful. It's an amazing thing that can. Some people don't even realize the love of God, but they learn it through the love of a community. They learn it through the acceptance of a community. So then they better understand. Their faith and, and their Lord exactly. because of the love and acceptance that they got from a community of people. Some people are turning away from struggle and sin because of the inspiration and acceptance they get from a community. So I don't understand, Ryan, why people have an issue. <laughs> I'm getting fired up just like the Nova Soda. I, did, I was trying to hold this together. I'm not going to be able to. This we're is right, we're like on part, number one. This is like
0: part two. I'm I don't telling you. get it no it, it, i'm telling you, it's it's a vital vital part of 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 the parish life jesus ministry he
1: didn't do it alone he gathered a community of men to help him
0: yeah and then they went out and gathered an even bigger community and a bigger community and then built the entire church and it, and, and you know and if in he had those, the disciples and if he was just like, yeah, everything revolves around me, but just make sure that you are aligned uh, with your love and dedication to me, then you know what? We would have no church because they wouldn't have gone out and formed a, a greater and, community uh, to evangelize the church and grow it to what it is and, today.
1: And we talk about like when people are like, oh, well, because like, a lot of the times the Christian churches will get a lot of fight because people are like, oh, don't judge, don't judge. Be like, well, sometimes you have to. You got to call people out on, on when they're being when they're not living up to what they should, you should call your friends. You should keep your friends accountable. You, sure, you, you You can't, God is our judge, but like we should still be able to hold each other accountable. You know who's good at holding people accountable for things? Your community. That's who holds you accountable because you want to live up to what your community, I look at a, a youth ministry, right? Some of the teens have turned away from terrible things in their life because they want to be part of a community that, that accepts and loves them for who they are. That that doesn't judge them for their mistakes, but holds them accountable, so they don't run to them as crutches, but instead run to the Lord. Exactly, run to the Eucharist, and
0: they learn that through a community. You're clipping the microphone, probably. Sorry. So,
1: <laughs> come we get, on,
0: we get fired up on this buzzwords episode here. No, that's that's, number one. that's really that's really important because. Um, you know, whether it starts from youth ministry, whether it's even younger, religious education, little kids, but that, that sense of community forms you. It helps you grow all the way up to Knights of Columbus or, you know, groups for adults that, you know, a lot of times the Knights ga- just gather on a weekday night and they, they have some drinks and they, they they cook and they have a good time and they do their meetings of and stuff course. like that, but it's forming that, that bonding together in community. But you know what happens? They go out and they serve the, 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 the parish and the larger community, the the, the you know, yeah, I, cities of the, to that point, to that
1: point. So I'm a Knight of Columbus. My dad has been very involved with the Nets of Columbus since I was a young kid. And so many of my best memories at the church are being around that community of people, you know, just growing up, going to parties, fish fries, uh, doing service, you know, get, collecting food for food banks outside of grocery stores, whatever. And they always do their Knights of Columbus golf tournament. Unfortunately, they, they aren't going to get to do it this year because of COVID, but that's just a golf tournament. But they're raising money for the church. Mm-hmm. They're raising money for Catholic charities. They're uh, doing, uh, gathering people together so that they can spend a day with people of the faith, right? So that then they may be inspired by the community and the, the fellowship that they had at this golf tournament to then, you know, I want to, I think I need to go to mass. And then they go to mass. And then they realize, oh, you know, there's a need here. Maybe they need a lector, or maybe they need ushers. Oh, you know what? They, I have an easy up that I can donate for this. Outside. It 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 all it grows and grows and grows all because maybe somebody
0: found fellowship within the community of believers. Exactly. And I was the last point, because we need to move on, is... Um, Remember when you said that we weren't going to have enough? I was to, like, yeah. we better go through these. Uh, we better take our time because we're, we're definitely taking our time. <laughs> um, you know, the people that say, uh, again, all we need is the Eucharist. You don't need all that. Yeah, they do good, but you don't need that. You don't need that. All you need is the liturgy and the Eucharist but you know what happens if you don't have the Knights of Columbus donating all the money they donate and all the other amazing groups that serve the community serve the parish uh, you wouldn't be able to pay for uh, a DRA you wouldn't be able to pay for a youth ministry. yeah they get, great we don't need those people just come to mass but then no one would know anything about the mass they wouldn't want to come but you know what then it trickles down we wouldn't even have money to turn the lights on we wouldn't have anyone that would read the readings it would be the priest doing the mass in the dark uh, and reading all the readings and everyone just <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> Firing Danny up here. It, it,
1: it, the last point, it happened to us. We were at a thing, a Bishop Barron thing. Remember that? And somebody said said this. And I, we looked at each other and we were like, you are kidding me. And it was, and, and here's the, I love Jesus and the Eucharist. I'm in love with Jesus and the Eucharist. I think it's so important. And I'm so glad that mass is able to happen outside so that the sacraments can push on. But we were at this meeting and somebody said I don't care about fellowship. I don't care about community. I don't care about anything. If everybody in the church left and it was just me in the Eucharist, that would be good enough for me. And my answer to that is you don't get it. That is contrary to what Christ wants you to do. Christ didn't say as long as you and me are good. All right, rock and roll. He said, go out and make disciples of every nation. He said that we should be speaking that the, the faith that we understand, right? We, we just heard the gospel about the parables. The faith that we understand, we should go out and and, and explain it and teach it to people that don't. Why Jesus would be... If, if I'm sitting there in front of Jesus in the Eucharist and I'm like, it's just me and you. I The God that I know and that I've read about and that I believe in, that I follow, that I love... That I've given my life to, that God would be sitting there looking back at me going, What are you doing here? Get out there and get more people to know the love of God. Stop sitting here by yourself and go. You'll worship me by doing what I ask you to do.
0: And that's not to say that there's no value in prayer. There's there e- is equal balance, equal balance to everything. And if you're too skewed to one side, everything is out of balance. Exactly. And, and my point okay. is saying that if that's it,
1: that's all you want to do. That's it, period. You're missing the point. Exactly. You're missing it. There's an That's equilibrium it. you have to find. It. All right, we anyway, need to move. We got to move on. I'm right. sorry. Community okay. number Those two. <laughs> number two is uh, influencer. Influencer. Hate this word. Well, yeah. I mean. So I is... guess I'm actually against this word too.
0: Well, we're we're influencers, right? No, now. we are not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> um, we're, we're pushing thirty five hundred followers on Instagram. That's. That's uh something, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the, that word "Catholic influencer." Catholic, so it's Catholic we'll stick influencer. stick with Catholic is, influencer. Yeah,
1: that, that 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 goes around, and and I've used it as a hashtag a few times, and I've just been like, whenever we've done it, and and I think that it's because it it just it sets a bad uh, like connotation. I don't. I think it makes uh, it gives you an ego.
0: It's Especially people that call themselves influencers. Now, if somebody sure. if somebody called us influencers and we we couldn't, you know, hey, no, 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 that's not us. It's fine. We're just we're just two God, We're just two Catholic dudes. Sure. We're just talking about our faith. Um, but if we're like, hey, check us out. We are two in, two Catholic influencers who are here to influence you in your faith. it's just like, you know what? It's turning into. It's not about him. It's about us. Correct. That's, that's that's my problem. That's the problem with the Catholic influencer. Uh, the word and 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 people that want to use it on their for their self, for themselves it, right it, yeah and <laughs> yeah go ahead keep going uh so we need to take that example of john the baptist who was a was who was an incredible speaker he was a um, he was he was the first you know the first biblical huge motivational speaker that would just like yeah. rally the troops. school just no i mean all the prophets before him of but course like, but he, like, he like no he was the last great prophet but like um he uh everyone kept being like you're the guy you're, you're the it. guy you are the influencer. And he's like, I'm no. nothing. I'm not even worthy to, to tie lace the, the sandals sandal straps, of, right? Of who is coming. Um, yeah. And he's like, you know, use me, that's fine, but use me as a vessel to get to him. And do not yes. give no credits to me. Credit to the Lord. And he, I he is speaking through me to help you better know him yes that's that's what you the mindset that you should have as a social media if you're on a social media platform you should not be striving for that title of influencer you should strive for the vessel to, to, to well, get people
1: yeah and I think my issue with it more is that there's a lot of influencers personalities whatever you want to call it out there that and all of us fail sometimes at that part all of us fail at that it's because there's been moments where I, we're like, oh, look at how important we are. Look at how great our podcast was. Look at how, the, like, and we're all going to fall. Okay. My issue is when people put themselves on this pedestal, right? Because realistically in this world, there's God and everybody else. We should all be pushing each other to be more like God, push each other to heaven, right? There isn't God. And then all the Catholic influencers, and then all the other people. That's not how it goes. And I think that we've seen. I've met people that have this Catholic influencer situation or persona or whatever that act like these, you know, super big celebrities. Holier than now. Holier holier than or celebrities. Now. Like, and, and I'm gonna we we've, we've shouted. Him That's out gonna be a whole
0: other episode, by the way. So let's not will. dive in too much but on this.
1: Real quick, yeah. I, I want to shout him out. We've we've done it in multiple episodes. I want to shout out Joe again because Joe Melendres is that guy. That he's done big Catholic events. He's got a good following on Instagram. He's, you know, doing the Catholic you know lifestyle thing, and he's known. But he is so humble, and he will always direct people back to the Father. And, and he yeah. does such an amazing job. And he's been doing that since I met him when I was in like high school.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And people go, Joe, you're so great. You're so great. And it's the answer of Praise all God, glory man. to God. Praise all God. glory to
1: God. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so and and anyway. some people
0: say that. Some people say that. But. I don't believe it with some people. They go, "Praise God!" You go, "That's just an answer." That's just that's just that's like just your default. That's your default to be like, eh, but like I don't instead believe. It. You've I don't c- believe. You just conditioned it. yourself. Instead of saying thank you, to say praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Um, but I believe it wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly with Joe and with a lot of other people. But that's not true yes. for everybody on yeah. the platform. And so we need to switch our mindset. Yes. To. Directing people back to the Father. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So we, we want to save more points on that because I think there's going to be a full episode totally. on, on Catholic influencers.
1: Okay, here we go. So
0: number three, a word they don't like
1: is a uh, charitable. Charitable. Or they're speaking of like dialogue, not like charity, like giving, like like giving to people. Which of that's need. a whole other topic a whole itself. Other topic. But I'm saying. Speaking with love. Like speaking with charity. Having charitable dialogue uh-huh. is what they don't like. Okay. They think that it should be if something's wrong, you know, you call it out and you call it as it is and you and you tell them and it's and I think that like there's a time and place for you to speak boldly about what you feel. But I also think that we can speak with the love of Christ it with charity, right? In those moments of wanting to call things out or wanting to speak the truth to things, I don't think that it's a bad thing. To speak with charity, and right. I don't. It's, a, it's another one of these things that I don't quite understand.
0: So, if you listen to our last episode, it was our story on yeah. the, based on the two of us and how we met and our journey and all that. But the theme of the episode really showed itself as we as we progressed through it. We don't plan these a lot. We we plan the topic generally, and we just go through it. But the theme usually presents itself, the underlying, overarching theme. Right. Mm-hmm. The theme of it was positivity, really. Of that episode yeah is is positive glass, me and optimism glass half full optimism looking not not with like rose colored that here's the point of the way that i'm trying to make you you don't just put on rose colored glasses and yeah. everything is all you know rainbows and sunshine all the time uh but you can choose to see the good in most things but that doesn't mean that you turn a blind eye to the bat but you need to choose when to address either of those things and now i live my life trying to continue to be optimistic and everything but when something is negative and i really need to address it i address it so now you're talking about charity to a brother and sister right and they're saying that you should you should call them out on on all their sin all their problems everything that they need to do uh to fix their lives their faith whatever right right sure but We need to constantly be lifting each other up. So I think it's, it's seeing the good in the other. Now, knowing when there, there is a time and a place to call somebody out. But uh, I think the, the, they're leaning too much on that. The, the people that have a problem with the word charity towards their brother and sister. I,
1: I, I think that it comes to with like when we speak about the charitable dialogue with each other. Is just because you disagree with somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you that they're not valuable that their opinion and their thought isn't valuable mm-hmm. okay you may think that they're wrong, but why can't we speak to each other with kindness, charity why can't we have discussions with each other that don't perfectly line up
0: well, and this is a hot button issue across the world because i mean uh I'm not a historian, but like the time we live in the that we're living in right now politically. Is in in my knowledge like the most polarizing political time. Uh, oh, totally. And and I've found myself kind of getting wrapped up in it a
1: little bit, like becoming more political than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And like like sl- week by week, it progressed and progressed. And I've had encounter or moments where I've like gut checked reactioned on things and spoken not with charity and kind of just said lashed out at somebody for that i disagreed with or that i made a comment that i shouldn't have made or you know just acted out on facebook or something else because it's easy to do so without and then i had to look back and like look at myself and go that wasn't the way that i was supposed to react there and i think that that's the issue is that people think no you say how you feel and that's just if it hurts people's feelings whatever and i think that like sometimes sure but i also think that like we should always try to look at each other with kindness and understanding.
0: I think there's a lot more underlying issues to the reason why we are so apt to uh, speak without charity. Uh, we got to take a quick break, but I want to dive in really quick to some of those issues. Sounds good. Okay, so some of these issues that we, that I want to talk about, with, I think it's just a societal problem. That, that needs to be addressed, and I don't know how to do it. But here is the thing: social media, the internet in in general, as we've evolved with a, uh, the culture to um, just live in this internet culture that we that we've become so familiar with, we've been able to dialogue with people behind a wall where they don't know who you are as a person. You get to speak your mind without ever having the ramifications of seeing this person face to face. So people have gotten used to seeing the impact of your words, the impact of your words. Right. So you can just say what you want to say and doesn't, doesn't really affect you. Right. right? um, if I wanted to tell you off right now, I have, I'm here with you and you see, um, you know, uh, the effect those words can have on a person. I mean, I, I'm, I have a soft heart and like, The other day I I had to call a customer support line for something and I was really upset and I was like, I'm going to just tell this person, I'm just going to give him a piece of my mind right now. And as soon as as I heard another human being's voice on the phone, I know that this lady who was just answering the phone didn't have anything to do with my issue. Um, of course, right And she's and she wanted to help And, she, you know, uh, I'm sure she gets negative calls all the time And so I was like, hey, I started off like real hot and heavy And I was just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going off on her And I was like you know, you're not so bad. I was like, <laughs> you're fine. But, you know, I, I end up not getting what I want because it's just like I have too much care and love for another human being. Right. Yeah. But people have gotten so comfortable being able to just scream and shout and yell at somebody online and not have any ramifications. And, and there's a time and place to speak boldly. Right. But I think that to just say
1: that charitable is that that who cares? and you call it out and you just say how you feel like, I think that you can always have a hint of that respect for each other, love for your brother. I think it's about seeing people as brothers and sisters in Christ, instead of just seeing people as someone that disagrees with you.
0: Right. And the last thing on with the last thing I want to say, at least is I've heard people say, uh, in terms of a Catholic, uh, speaking with charity as a Catholic from a brother to a brother or brother to sister or whatever. Um, if I truly love you, as a as a brother and sister in christ i'm gonna call you out on on your negative negativity your whatever and and i'm gonna just speak tell you exactly how it is no matter how much it hurts There's, you have to realize that there's a humanity to it. And yes, you, we should help lift each other up. But I I go back to the scripture of you need to remove the giant beam in your eye before you try to take the splinter out of someone else's eye. So work on yourself. You use, use the work that you're doing on yourself. as as an example to help, help grow together. But also like, if you truly love that person, you, you need to earn that trust and you need to earn being able to tell them, being able to call them out on their faults by showing them acts of love and compassion first as a brother and sister, you need to love them before you can like reel into them. So there's a time and place for that, but you need to earn that trust by loving that person uh, wholeheartedly first. Yes, I agree fully. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. We're on number four. We're moving through. I think we're, we're going to do this under an hour. We yeah. got this. Number four is spiritual or Spiritual encounter, like so, encounter. This is like a two for encounter slash spiritual, right? Yeah. Or spiritual, spiritual encounter.
1: encounter, you choose. Um, and I think that that comes from like they they get mad at uh, retreats or like Steubenville, where like there's a lot of like very powerful moments where people are like in the spirit, or where people are just like really overtaken by by God. Uh, and this will go into our last one a little bit too. They're, I guess they're all they're, they're, uh, they're, kind, they're kind of, of all intertwined., uh, but I think that to throw the whole word out because of a specific kind of connotation that you see on it is a problem. I think that it's okay. I, I do disagree with people that say they're spiritual but not religious oh I think well, that's that, that's
0: stupid that's a whole nother excuse that's an episode on the nuns and why people fall away from the church but yeah. they're like uh, i still want to hold on to the, the the hope that there is a god but i don't want to follow any of the rules that's what people that yeah. that's a whole nother episode of people that are the society i don't even want to touch it we're gonna yeah, we're but gonna I, do a whole yeah and i think
1: that being but if someone is religious but also spiritual or they have very spiritual style to their religion or how they live their faith, I don't think that's a bad thing, and I also think that having an encounter with Christ is more being able to recognize and acknowledge when Christ was present in your life. That's what I see having an encounter with the Lord is.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. And here's the thing: I'm not over, I'm not very spiritual because I'm very uh, even keel right. uh, uh, emotionally. I just right 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 down the middle of the pipe and. I maybe I I might have uh learned that more so as as I grew in life because I was a poker player for a long time. Mm-hmm. And to be a successful poker player you have to stay have, poker face. Uh, poker face, you emotional you can't get overly uh high or overly low or it's gonna throw you off your game. Yeah. You gotta stay. So maybe I learned to be pretty uh non emotional but and very analytical and and uh uh very I just I just uh I stick, I stick to, um, you know, kind of one even keel throughout. Sure. I got there. (laughs) Thanks for sticking (laughs) with me in that thought process. I think,
1: I think, I think that that's, there's a lot of merit to that because it's, I've seen what an encounter or being able to recognize Jesus does in people's lives. Right. And that spiritual, I'll go back to this, that and I don't want to get too much into it, but the spiritual or... or I learned the word encounter, and I, I started using it more because of our friend, Gabe, who was on an earlier episode of the podcast last year, or last season, excuse me. Uh, no, it was last year Less, also. Yeah. Anyway. Both. But Gabe is one of the most religious guys I know, but he's also one of the most spiritual exactly. guys I know. And he speaks very openly and candidly about how important it is to encounter Jesus, to encounter God in your life and having moments of spiritual growth. And I think that uh, for people to just kind of disregard that and say it's about mass, it's about showing up, it's about doing your time, and that's it. And there's no level of encountering God out in the world. right? I think I, I honestly look at it like, I think you're missing a lot of the beauty of having a relationship with the Lord Jesus. Right. And I think that they don't like that either. That's We didn't put that on the list, but, and I'll get into it probably with five, but like relationship, they don't like that, that having a relationship with Jesus, like Jesus, Jesus is my friend. Like, the like song. they're like, but like, they like <laughs> Jesus is God and that's what he is. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus became man so that we would, so that he could show to us how much he understands. Right. Exactly. Like, and yes, did he come so he could die and, 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 and free us from our sin? Yes, of course. Obviously, but like what he did on earth he came to
0: experience all that was human emotion.
1: Well, just show us like, look, I know what you're going through. I've been there what you're going through. I know what it feels like. That's why he did it. He knew already. He knew all space and time. He knew everything he would ever encounter. He knew everything he would ever experience in life. He already knew. But because we as human beings needed to have an example he came down and humbled himself and said look i'm going to show you mm-hmm. i'm going to show you so that when you go through that struggle when you go through that human struggle i've been there and i show you and I've, i here's the example
0: yeah you know so the point that that i was trying to make too going back to when i like blacked out and i couldn't like come up with any human thoughts <laughs> um, the point I was making was that I'm not very emotional, but some people are and humans aren't just one. We're not robots. We're not one type. We don't come off the, the, the line and we're just like all the same. Everybody is different. Some people feel things more intensely than others. Some people don't. Um, and I can always, I, but I want to strive for an emotional or a, a, a spiritual encounter with the Lord. I just yes. don't feel it maybe as, some as, as, as much as some other people do, sure. but that's okay. Of course, that's okay. I'll I'll tell a story quickly on a spiritual encounter, right? That I
1: did not have. I was at a junior high camp one time b- when I was in junior high. I was in eighth grade. I'll never forget this. And it was a healing mass, and it was one of those healing mass. I don't know if people are familiar with them, but like the priest will come up and he'll anoint you, and then like people like fall back, and like there's people and they catch you and mm-hmm. everything else, and give, I guess he kind of gives you a little bit of a, a little oomph. So you fall back. Out of a group of fifty-five participants on the retreat, one kid didn't fall down.
0: I bet I know who it was. You know who that
1: kid was? Danny. Yeah. So I felt really uncomfortable and awkward, and I thought in that moment, like, "Oh no, God doesn't love me. God doesn't love me enough to give me that spiritual moment," you know. And I had luckily. Tremendous friends and and youth ministers people in my life that explained to me that no, it's not it wasn't that it's just God speaks God God encounter God has a relationship with everyone in a different way God you're gonna encounter and experience God spiritually in different ways than other people So for me, do I have those crazy? intense spiritual moments that you see uh, Steubenville am I the person that's when I'm in prayer and at worship my hands are up in the air and I'm and I'm feeling every moment no I'm not. That's not who I am. That's not where I experience God as as intensely as others. Exactly. Am I going to discredit all of those people that feel him in that way? That's the point. That's the point. Absolutely not.
0: Exactly. And I'm the same way. I'm not that guy. I rarely, rarely, rarely ever have that overwhelming spiritual encounter there i can i, can I think i on maybe one had hit. it literally twice in yeah, my life yeah, exactly but the point we're trying to make is to who's to tell those people no you cannot you cannot um in encounter the Lord in that way or Uh, yeah, it goes, you go, you know, you're at Steubenville and you say, "Eh, put your hands down. Yeah. yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah, Stop crying. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like,
1: or it goes to the same people that when like the people that don't like music and stuff and they say, Oh, the the whole music is pointless. It goes back to like, that's the whole reason I'm in the church. Right. So, Oh, my whole relationship of coming to the Lord and finding like the joy of Christ and giving my life to him is in your opinion,
0: discredited. Right. Just because your faith journey is different than mine. Doesn't make it any less valid. Exactly. Doesn't make it any less valid. So
1: we touched on it a little bit. Our final number five buzzword is emotion. Yeah, that's a big emotion. And I'm probably going to get emotional talking about it. You emotional? Never. No. Um, I'm a pretty emotional guy, as it is. And I think that this word is people that say, like, take the emotion out of it, take the fluff out of it. It's about, it's just about you and you show up to the Eucharist and that's it. And that's why people, the, the, the big issue with the Novus Ordo crowd that they don't like is they show up and it's like, it's about you. You know, you take your emotions out of it. It's about God. And, and my answer to this, and please jump in because you know I'm long-winded with this stuff. My answer to that is, I have seen what God working in people's emotions is capable of doing in people's lives from teenagers to adults. To me personally, I've seen it with you. I've seen it with so many people. The power of the Lord in people's emotions. When they allow God into those emotions, when they are vulnerable enough to live in the emotion and let God kind of take the wheel, I've seen it. I've seen the power of someone kind of letting their emotions flow and admitting they're wrong in seeing their sin and saying, God, I need you. I've seen that powerfully in people's lives. So for people to say that emotions don't matter or get your emotions out of your faith, you're, I I completely and utterly disagree with that statement.
0: And here's, here's my, my take on it as well. All everything that you just said completely uh valid and i and i stand behind you and all that as well um now people that say like especially the novus ordo mass is pandering to emotion that is trying to pull people in with our secular secular emotions and the things of the day for instance obviously the big one music that none of the music that we do should be valid it should just be uh you know traditional chant Uh, Just speaking only on music in terms of emotion like that. um, Who's to say that that Gregorian chant isn't pandering to emotion because music riles up something deep in our souls. It Mm -hmm. it it brings this this primal feeling out of us as humans. Now, it's probably a different feeling from Gregorian chant to to, you know, rap or or, yeah. or
1: or 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 a, or oceans or or or, or song united concert right, yeah. right
0: so it's a different it's but it it's that same music M- music no matter what it stirs something in our souls and so they're saying oh the only music we should be singing is gregorian chant because it's it has that beauty that 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 beauty that that it, it's the same thing it's 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 emotion it's an emotional thing so i i don't want to get uh, too go ahead My point is this as well is that when anybody that anytime
1: these people that are angry that are like get your emotions out of it Your anger Is an emotion your anger that people are experiencing Mm, God and focusing is an emotion so fine My answer to you is I'll take my emotion out of it when you take that emotion out when you stop being so angry I love that. You know,
0: but they won't. They can't. They can't. Now, here's here's the thing too. uh, And emotion comes in a lot of different forms. So incense, incense stirs up an emotion of smell. Sneezing. Um, (laughs) um, Just kidding. The the beautiful cathedrals of the past. what are they doing besides they're, they're helping elevate our, our prayer life and our spirituality by the beauty and the beauty leads us to that emotional experience and emotional encounter. And so if we were just in some little shack with bad lighting, with nothing with like, would that stir up the same emotion as this this massive cathedral with, I mean, look at they people complain about churches in the rounds about, you know, the altar in the middle and everyone around. And so they say, no churches should be the cathedrals where you're, you you know, everything leads to the cross. What is that? That's pandering to emotion of our, it's leading our emotions to the cross, which is great. And we should always align ourselves to cross, to, to Christ. But it's like, we are everything, everything. We are humans and we feel emotions. And so like, Yes, there's there's modern things that are that are playing with our emotions. There's older, more traditional things that play with our emotions, but it's the same on either side. It's just a different perspective.
1: Yeah, and and I think that that's the thing. And and, and my last point, as I kind of already said it, but it's it goes back to the experiences that I've seen. I have seen people's lives transformed because they had a moment where they allowed their emotions to flow. They gave the vulnerability that they allowed themselves to then encounter Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus being in their life changed them. I've seen teens turn away from drugs or alcohol or sin in any form. Because they felt Christ so powerfully and allowed that to just encompass them. It wasn't because someone just said, Hey, Jesus is the way, so if you don't, you're going to hell. Oh, okay, cool, then never mind. Then, then never mind. Are, I'm let good. me turn away from everything I'm doing. And because you're right. No, it was when they powerfully sat in front of the monstrance in Eucharistic adoration and, and the if, music and if, was playing. And if oceans
0: was playing, Great. Yeah, so cool. And, so and that's we, what got them there? That's great.
1: So we use tools to invoke emotion so that we could soften up their heart to allow them to let Christ in because maybe they wouldn't have been ready to do it or allow Jesus into their life if we hadn't have used the tools that God inspired people to use for him to let him into these people's lives.
0: Amen, brother. So you
1: think that people that are—say say we go extreme. There's people in prison. That are reading the scriptures that give powerful testimonies about how they felt God in their life and dreams, or when they looked at the, the the face of the people they had hurt and they realized that that they weren't all the bad that they've done. That God forgives and that God lifts them up. You don't think that's an emotional experience for these people? They sh- they should just uh, like they should they just should
0: go cool. They should just cool it, bro. Yeah, and just, just having just just just, just experience uh, yeah. the Eucharist. And that's yeah, it.
1: that'll be good. No. Or like, the, like my dad's podcast, when, when he talked about that little old lady that right. would receive communion, receive because she knew the reality of what was going on. It says and that she was weeping. Weeping. How many times do we hear that if we truly believed what was happening at the mass, we would weep with joy? That sounds emotional to me. That sounds like a lot of emotions due to an encounter that you're having with the authentic like
0: body, actual body of Christ. We are not robots, you guys. We are not robots. Let's experience that emotion. Let's experience Christ emotionally within us. Jesus wept. This is the shortest. He wept. Yep.
1: In the Bible. Yep. But don't be emotional because you know what? It's all fluff. Get that out of here. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> all right. Anyway, buzzwords, so, y'all. At the end of the day, guys, we just want to make sure that we as influencers uh, <laughs> invoke your emotions so that you can have a spiritual encounter. And dialogue with Jesus. Feel him. Allow your emotions to encompass that and spread that to your whole community. <laughs> Great.
0: That was all five. Okay, you did it. Nice. Okay. Um, I was worried this wouldn't go longer than thirty minutes, but we're we're getting towards an hour, so let's wrap it. All right. Um, this so is that's a good that's a good way to start our first season list. two. Yeah. Well, first first list. We did first one list. before. Yeah,
1: but our first list of season two. There you go. Five buzzwords. If there's more buzzwords that you think are ridiculous or buzzwords that we miss that you hate or reasons that you think that we're wrong, throw it in the comments or give us a dislike um, (laughs) if you think that we're wrong. Uh, Don't do that. Yeah, (laughs) But, you know, whatever. But uh, anyway. if there's, like I said, if
0: there's lists that you want to see us do, yeah, uh, topics you guys want to see us talk about, guests you guys want to see us have on the podcast, we can reach out to them. You can reach out to them for us. Uh, but we hey, have a, we have a couple of people that have hit us up in the DM
1: saying that they want to be guests. We will be in contact with you. Uh, you, you gotta know, work out the technical. Yeah, it's all technical, technical stuff. details. We're, if we say hey, we'll be in touch, or we're ignoring you, it's not that we are. We just there's a lot. Of, we have a very intense setup over here, so we want to make sure that we can do everything to quality.
0: Yep, exactly. So um, God bless you guys for staying with us. We hope season two is a phenomenal. We hope you guys come along for the ride. Yep. And uh, we, we look forward to how we grow with you in this ministry and that you guys can continue to grow in your faith as we do as well. Yeah. Uh, continue to follow us on Instagram, underscore two Catholic dudes. Facebook, we're, we're rocking there. YouTube, is always, forward slash Ryan Claus music. We've got all the stuff on there. we got clips yeah. from earlier episodes and now.
1: Our YouTube link is always in the bio of our Instagram, so make sure that you check that out.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, thanks for joining us on this top five buzzwords. We hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week. And as always, here's...